Good morning and welcome as we continue our daily Bible reading for this Thursday, uh, the 11th of November, Veterans Day, and we are in the book of Exodus. Today we're in Exodus chapter 2, and notice Exodus chapter 2 starts out with the word now. Now, if you go back to chapter 1 in verse 8, there's another now. That now describes a situation that's not good. Uh, there arose a new king in, the, in, in Egypt who didn't know Joseph, and things weren't going to be good. But there's always another now with God. While we may experience bad things that happen in our life, and we do, living in a sin-sick world and in, infected by sin, our own sin as well, God always has a now. Jesus was a now for us. When it came the right time, Jesus was born for us. God knows about now, so it gives us hope too today. We never, have, we never have a reason to feel hopeless. We may feel that way, but there's never really a reason, and that's why I'm glad you're in the Word of God, to see God's response always to the situations in our life, and He's a God of the now. Um, he's, he's a God of the but, too. We may see the situations we have going on in our life, and there are things that really drag us down, but God is the answer. He gives us the answer in Jesus Christ. So let's start that chapter. Um, after chapter one, where we find out that even the most powerful man in the world, Pharaoh, who thought himself and Egypt thought of him as being a god, found out he really wasn't in charge. The midwives were making decisions behind his back. They weren't carrying out the command he gave them to kill the male children. Uh, they just kept having children. Um, and now we're going to find out, too, that even his own daughter doesn't follow what he says to do. You can't go against God. You can try to go against God's will. You may be successful for a time, but God is always going to get his will done, to which we say, thanks be to God. So notice at the beginning of the chapter two, here's a man from his children of Israel. He's a Levite. Now the Levites later on down the line are going to be where the priests come from. Even though he knows Pharaoh is saying, you're to kill the male children are born to these um, uh, to these families. What's he doing? He's still getting married, and he's still having children. He listens to the word of God. He defies the the, the word of man when it goes against God's word, and and they're blessed with, wouldn't you know it, a son. And God bless you, moms. I want you to really see you, ladies, all the examples of the women and and their strong character, the midwives and in, in the with the Egyptians. Um, this this woman here who sees uh, um, that that she has a beautiful child here, and and she's going to stand up and she's going to protect this child and she's going to hide this child as long as she can. Uh, what a beautiful example of that. We uh, you know we tend to think of the Bible, especially the Old Testament, as being male dominated. No way. Men and women play in the role of God just as they do today. Um, just as Mary did, New Testament time, Elizabeth, um, you see all these women active, and yet today too, um, God uses us both. God created us both male and female, and, and he uses each one of us. So she sees that she can't hide him anymore. Of course, that's obvious, all of you who are moms, knowing the babies get louder and louder. So she makes this basket. Now, kind of interesting, that word for basket is the same word that was used in Genesis for ark. Um, this basket was really Moses' ark. It brought him through um, this catastrophe, and it's going to take him to a place where he's going to be saved. Isn't that interesting? And then I want you to catch the ingenuity of his mother. 
she, first of all, makes this basket, puts it in a stream, knows Pharaoh's daughter, bathes there, gets her own daughter, makes sure she's looking in on what's going on. When Pharaoh's daughter um, doesn't even listen to her own father and she takes this child in, um, her, uh, Moses' sister says, hey, I think I know someone who can take care of this child. And she says, get her. And look who gets to take care of her own child. Moses' very mother gets to nurse and care and raise her own son. And she gets paid for it. Is that an ingenious woman or what? That's powerful. That's, uh, uh, that's someone following the will of God and God pouring his blessings on. So Moses gets raised up in that family, and then we get to see a little bit about the character of Moses. Now, obviously, Moses' mother taught him that he was a Hebrew. Um, she also raised him uh, probably in the faith. He knew what was right and wrong. And so when he goes out and he sees someone, uh, one of the Egyptians, uh, beating up on, on his own people, he responds and he protects. Now, you need to see that about Moses. That's part of his character. Because when he runs after Pharaoh wants to take Moses' life, when he runs, he, he runs into these women who are um, also watering uh, their, their livestock. Um, he sees the, the enemy there and he runs them away too. You see that part of the character of Moses that God is building in him and how he stands up to, uh, to what's not right. Uh, and there's a great example right there. And then he ends up marrying a woman from, uh, from that same clan there. And she gives birth to a son. Uh, but Moses knows that he's a sojourner. He's a Hebrew, and that's what that word Hebrew means. Um, you and I are sojourners in this life, too. I'm but a stranger here. Heaven is my home. I'm not to put down roots here. Jesus says, don't store up treasures here on this earth. Store up treasures in heaven. But on this journey, as Moses was called, God calls us, too, uh, to carry out his will, to be faithful and listening to him. Um, and, and why do we listen to him? Well, look in the, in the last couple of verses of chapter 2 and notice these wonderful words. Um, well, first of all, notice uh, what happens in history. The king of Egypt dies, uh, but the children of Israel continue to groan under what's happening there. And fortunately, um, they, uh, um, their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God. I want you to see that. God does hear, and then you, then you see he hears us. And then you see four wonderful actions of God in the very last verse, or the very last two verses. Verse 24, God heard, God remembered, God saw, and God knew. And, and what hope that gives us too, that no matter what situation we're going through, we have a God who hears, who remembers his covenant, remembers his promises to us. When he makes a promise, he always keeps it. He sees us, and God knows us, and knows what we need. So a uh, wonderful chapter uh, of both um, uh, God's actions, as well as God's people acting uh, according to faith, uh, in obedience uh, to God. And uh, so let's keep in that word as we, uh, as we read about uh, uh, God's wonderful exodus for all of his people.